You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. Here am I talking very openly to you, but actually I've had the last two hours rather worried about things. So I may sound as though I know my stuff. I don't know my stuff at all, really. I'm just human. (laughs) But I like it because in talking to you, I can reinforce what I truly believe within my heart. And sometimes when you sit in the darkness of the bedroom and it's all quiet and there's no one to talk to, that's when the darkness can grab a hold of you. everyone, I'm Dr. Oz, and this is the Dr. Oz Podcast. From the birth of the new prince, Louis Arthur, to the wedding of Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, the world is fascinated with the royal family. And I got the chance to sit down with the Duchess of York, Sarah Ferguson, in a revealing interview about her lifelong struggle with her weight. Plus, what life is really like living as a royal in the public eye. What I love the most about Sarah Ferguson is that she hasn't always been on top. She's had difficult times in her life. She's had to cope with these issues. Um, and those coping skills uh, are reflected to us very beautifully in, in a new book she's written called Start Living, Start Losing. Uh, actually, she wrote the forward for it, inspirational stories that will motivate you. But more than that, uh, what I know now, simple lessons learned the hard way. That book, I think, um, is, uh, is for all of you, uh, worth the quick read because it talk, talks to her a little bit uh, about some of the personal reflections uh, what she's learned, the, the small tales, as she calls them, to her um, very earthy philosophy of life. Thank you for joining us, Sarah. No, thank you. What an amazing, rec- what amazing um, introduction you just did for me. Thank you all very much. What were you like as a little girl? Were you always, uh, were you always able to find insights, um, pithy lessons, and even the most tragic experiences? I think uh, I, I think I've always been brought up with this extraordinary belief that that life is just completely brilliant and to trust everybody and always think that 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 I I really do have rose-colored glasses on even now at, at this ripe old age of 22 that I am. <laughs> I love it. You do look 22. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the thing is, is that is that it. 
is it really it's all about being real in your heart and speaking from your heart and no matter where i am even if i'm at the um i don't know the UN or somewhere huge and they're all everyone's spouting forth with research and scientific views and values about the change of life or whatever it might be I still say but at the end of the day you've got to be true to yourself and you just got to not worry you say it with the kindness and compassion but don't worry um, if it doesn't sound good to everybody's ears you just have to say it well I think and you talked about this a little bit in what I know simple lessons learned the hard way uh, that it was not so much about what's happening outside of you, but what's happening inside of you. And I, I think before we get into some of the the, uh, the insights you have on weight loss and the, and the wonderful work you've done with Weight Watchers and, and, the, and the new Start Living book, let's talk a little bit about some of the chapters in what I know. It just I think it'll, it'll help people understand what's so appealing about you. And you talked in there about, in, in many cases, about finding love, about finding the, the deeper empathy. Uh, and, you know, we have these things called mirror neurons in our brain, that it's how humans learn. We, we see someone else do something and we copy it. But mirror neurons are probably even more important in helping us understand the motivation behind people opposite us. And too frequently in our lives, we look at what they did and not why they did it. And there are very few people who are jerks on purpose. Most people who are not doing the right thing don't either realize they're doing the right thing or have lost contact with why they should be governing themselves differently. And you talk a little bit about how you cope with the different challenges in your life through this book. So if, if you don't mind, I was going to ask you about a, a couple of them. Or you can, actually, which is your favorite in that essay in that book? Well, thank you for asking me. As you know, the, each chapter is just a page, sometimes a page or two pages. So it's not, not a big, long read. Uh, the, the biggest chapter for me was uh, when I realized um, about that don't believe your critics. And uh, if I may just quickly say, uh, it was the... For ten long years, I, I believed that the Duchess of Pork was real and that I was this enormously um, huge um, pig um, and a fat, frumpy Fergie stuck. And um, for ten years, I really, genuinely um, believed it. And it was, the, it was a headline. And so, anyway, I went back to the newspaper ten years later who had actually written that and various other incredibly damaging stories. And I walked in, sat down, had lunch, fantastic. And then the editor, who in fact was Piers Morgan, said, why don't we go around and meet all the team of people? So I went into to the offices and met um, all, all the people that I'd known. They knew me as history, you know, because I was part of their everyday life with these funny articles. Right. And there was a little fat, rotund man in the corner with a jovial face, with a bald head. And he was giggling away to himself. And I went over there and said, what's the joke? Come on, tell me. And he said, well, ha, la, ha. I was the one that wrote that fantastic headline, Duchess of Pork. And I looked at him. <laughs> I looked at him. And I suddenly realized it wasn't real. And that for 10 long years, it had been the cause of my demise. And here, here he was. He needed Weight Watchers more than anyone else. He, he he had a he, he had a zero waistband, not a size eight, and uh, <laughs> and, it, and, it, and it seriously um, made me understand that sometimes we take things so seriously and we really believe it when really, actually, seriously, it was just a joke. Yeah, it's such a great insight, and I and we, I think we do take ourselves seriously. We say that all the time. It sounds almost trite, but many things that sound trite are true. That's why they sound trite because you say them all the time. How about laughing out loud? There's a nice essay, and I think we ought to do that more often. When you, I mean, I must say, when you say touches of pork, it completely strips away any malice just because you say it so funnily. <laughs> well, I, I can now because I've come to terms with it all. I think, I think it is very difficult, um, as you probably know, to come to terms with um, being 
suddenly becoming famous and and then you have to live with it. It, it does seem that's almost unpurposely. People get built up, they get broken down, they get built up again. I mean, the, the, the average person seems to want to hear that story. And I guess because we see ourselves doing that all the time. Right? We, we, we get built up and then we collapse. And it's that, clar- that classic hero motif where... Uh, things were, you know, if things are stable all the time, it's the same as being dead because nothing really is happening. And and I do think that Americans in particular, but folks from all over the world, uh, love a good fight. And you can't fight if you're always winning. Well, th- th- that's interesting because well, imagine if, if if we knew that the New York Giants always won and, and they just were always victorious, then why would we all flock to the match? Because it would be so boring, wouldn't it? Yes. We have to have the yin and the yang, the positive, the negative. And I think, I think it's the question of how we deal with the negative balls that come our way. Are we going to take them in and, and digest them and make them our own? Or are we going to look at them, transmute them, and throw them back out there? And I think I personally believe that if someone is wrong to me, it's because I've got to change something within myself rather than saying they're bad. I think it's something within me that I need to change. So you you started this conversation about mirror neurons, and I couldn't agree more that I think very, I I really do, I think it's essential that we, 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 we are just a vessel of light. And the more we can grow and become a bigger vessel, the more light we can have within us. And that is by transmuting the negative forces that come at us. That's quite deep, isn't it? It is. I was going to say, you sound like a Kabbalist right now. (laughs) (laughs) You're so funny. No, I'm not. No, but you know, there's a big balance, I think, because you've hit on two things. The one is that we are constantly needing to grow and to change. And um, on the other hand, you don't want to take what other people are telling you, like, you know, the Duchess of Pork, as the impetus for that change. It has to be internally driven, and it can't be... Um, it can't be based on what other people are thinking or saying. Yes, I think, uh, Lisa, this is the, now, now you're coming to the, to the really fine line of when we have to listen to our ego or are we listening to what we need to know or is it just the other person is a jerk? You know, it, it's a very fine line, isn't it, to really balance what, what, are, what are the ramifications of our actions and... And, and therefore what we get back. I, I'm very interested in that, Lisa, because uh, so often I think to myself, you know, it could be just the person is just literally a jerk, end of story, or am I meant to learn something? Right, right. No, it's, a, it's our life's journey, isn't it? Yes, I think it is. I think it is. But I, I, and I think that when I, was, um, when I came to America 11 years ago and I was, I was this sort of broken woman, maybe I was too much of a victim, who, who knows what I was, um, but all I know is that the American people took me by the hand, and Lisa, you know very well, there's two lovely people out there, John and Christy, who helped me enormously, and, and it, they, they took me by the hand and, and embraced me and said, look, it's okay, just get out there and do the best job you can, and I think that's what I really um, owe a lot to Weight Watchers, because it's the leaders and the supporters that took me and helped me through. And uh, I had no idea that I was eating to compensate for my feelings and squashing my feelings. Right. Well, that's what, you know, that any kind of addiction does. But eating is probably the easiest one. And it, it kind of keeps you from, it makes helps you avoid dealing with what you're actually feeling. So I'm sure that when you started losing the weight, you had a flood of emotions that you didn't even realize were there. I think I had... 
I think I still do. And I, I, and I think I still find every day very difficult. And here am I talking um, very openly to you. But actually, um, you know, I've had the last two hours since four in the morning rather worried about things. So I may sound as though I'm, I know my stuff. I don't know my stuff at all, really. I'm just human. <laughs> and and that's good to say. But, you know, I, I like it because in talking to you, I can reinforce what I truly believe within my heart. And sometimes when you sit in this, the darkness of the, of, the, of the room, of the bedroom, and it's all quiet and there's no one to talk to, that's when the, the darkness can get, grab a hold of you, don't you think? Absolutely. Um, and, well, you know, you, you said before, we're really just vessels or intended to be vessels of light. But I think we have to go through that darkness to understand that. And what's great about you is that because you are who you are and you have experienced what you have, you can share your what you've learned with the rest of the of us who are going through it and think we're all alone. Right. Right. Yeah, the total isolation. That's why I, I keep talking about these success stories and inspirational stories in this book and things. Because because when you read it, you suddenly realize, oh, thank heavens, there are many, many people out there who have insecurities, who, who have low self-esteem, who think they can't go forward in life. And, and their stories inspire me. The other day I was in Hull, and I was living with a family that was lived that, that lived below the poverty line. Uh, they she has about fifty dollars a week for six people's food, and uh, she they really are very very poor. And I was just spending some time with her to learn what they must go through, and yet they are obese. And and why are they obese? And what do they put in their shopping trolleys? And so I'm I'm really focused on um, eliminating obesity. Um, in the world, I mean, it's just, it's just too, it's just got out, so out of control, it's an epidemic. So I'm studying it. So I went to live with this family. We need a quick break. When you come back, I want to hear the story uh, about this family, talk a little bit more with Sarah Ferguson about start living, start losing, the inspirational stories that will motivate you. And, and I've got two more questions about what I know now. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but like I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. 
just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Sarah's been through a lot and she's written about it in her very uh, typical, honest, authentic way. Um, a book that, that I've looked at that I uh, think the world have called What I Know, Simple Lessons Learned the Hard Way, which is a collection of these small tales uh, reflective of what uh, she's been telling us uh, on the show today. And, and her, new, her new book that she actually wrote the forward for, Start Living, uh, Start Losing, the inspirational stories that will motivate you now. And you're just telling us about one of the stories, um, a story similar to one of the stories uh, that you just lived through. Well, yes, I, I was uh, just quickly just telling about my friend Tonya, who lives below the poverty line. She has about $50 a week for, for eight people to, to feed eight people. And, uh, and I, was, I was talking to her because she she's a little overweight and her husband has diabetes from being overweight. And, you know, her 10-year-old child smokes. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a very sad family. And so anyway, I was talking to Tonya. And we had a really good talk about the effects of obesity and feeling overweight and, and how it can completely demoralize you. And, and we looked at each other and she held my hand and she said, you know what, I don't have a title before my name or after it. I'm just plain old Tonya. And in this room, you're just plain old Sarah. And you know what? Isn't it extraordinary? We both are exactly the same. We have the same issues and we believe the same things. And I, and I really honestly at that moment became very choked because it was a, such an honor that she should have said that to me, that, that it doesn't matter who you are. You've got these issues. We'll deal with them together. Well, you spoke earlier about getting up at four in the morning, being by yourself in the darkness. And I think a lot of us understandably fear that moment in our lives. And, and uh, everyone listening has had a time like that. On the other hand, some of our most creative moments come when we're in in, in dark space. In fact, if you look through the history of uh, the most creative people on the planet, they often will say that it was the challenges of life, that the times when they just didn't know what was happening, when they were afraid and when it was dark, uh, when they came up with their most creative work. And I think we are, have too often run from that uh, fearful moment uh, because we, we don't want to be uncomfortable. Food happens to be a way that, that it, we, we cover up uh, and, med- and self-medicate, and uh, everyone has heard I speak of that, um, but it is remarkable how frequently otherwise rational people do irrational things to themselves. And the real question, of course, is would, would you put in your mouth uh, w- um, the same things that you would put in the mouth of someone that you loved? And when the answer is no, then we know we've got a little bit of a problem. Tell us a little bit about, about uh, start living, start losing. You know, what's, what got you stimulated to collect these inspirational stories? Okay, well, firstly, um, can I thank you for being a good doctor because you just helped me enormously. Well, you're very kind. <laughs> what you just said really uh, was exactly what I might, how I might look the next time I'm locked in my darkness. Um, I, I, did, I, I will tell you, when I got in the shower, um, I did think to myself, well, it's your own stupid fault for, for making the decisions you made perhaps a year ago in ego, and it wasn't coming from the right place. And so don't complain, just live with it and go through it and learn from it. So th- th- that's the answer to that dark thing. Now, going back to the inspirational stories, one of the great key things that I love doing is going out on the road in the middle of, I don't know, Birmingham, Alabama, wherever I might be. I love to meet people. And I, I've noticed that I, I, when I went up on the public stage in front of, I don't know, 5,000 people and talking to the Weight Watchers success stories, I, I, I asked them, 
to tell their story on stage and I suddenly realized I'm using it as a meeting and, and they're helping me more because it's like therapy. And when Rolando felt, looked in the mirror and said he felt completely uncomfortable and, and didn't like the way he looked at all, um, and that's why he went to lose the weight, I so, I so could relate to him. I thought, oh, phew, this is a relief. And it, he was a man and he felt this. Um, so so I we all decided that we have to write this book, which, uh, which if, if it affected me the way it has, then so many other people could be moved into either encouraging them to go on or encouraging people to take the first step and the courage to join Weight Watchers. Walk me through a couple of the ones that you like the most. And I, I, I shouldn't say the most. What, some, some of the ones you think might be most informative for our listenership. Well, uh, I've just mentioned Rolando cause, um, because I like the fact he's a man. Uh, because everyone says, oh, you do that Weight Watchers, that women's thing, that ladies thing, you know. <laughs> Shut up. I do not. Um, they normally get the handbag over the head at that. Um, anyway. Uh, <laughs> Bring out the Mighty Python stuff again. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have salmon chips, salmon eggs, fun, fun, fun. No, I didn't do that. You got hearing. It's another person. Another room. Um, anyway, anyway, anyway. So Rolando is pretty cool, and Lisa. You know, she's a beauty. You know, I saw her the other day, and Lisa um, looked like a model. I walked past this one. I nearly went up to her and said, "Are you a model?" And she's lost. Oh. I don't know, two hundred pounds. She now can play with her grandson, and uh, and I just think, whoa, she's she had uh, no way of of going forward, and now look at her. What is it about the Weight Watchers, for example, for Lisa or Ronaldo, that allows them to succeed that where they otherwise couldn't have done it? But what do you think was the key to success for them? Was it internal to them? Was it them seeing the world differently? Uh, was it a rules system? Was it the support of people around them? Well, it was all of the above. But I think the biggest thing they found uh, the easiest was that it was flexible and they could eat anything they wanted to eat. So you could have a glass of wine for two points. Well, actually, they didn't say that. I said that because that's what I like. But uh, anyway, moving on. <laughs> um, but you, could, you, can have, you can have anything you want. And so, so it's up to you, portion control. It, it, it's all about you. And, and therefore, you know, you can have a very frugal day and you can bank your points the next day. So it balances out. So it means that you, you never can need to say no. So if you want a bit of chocolate cake, have it, but maybe take two mouthfuls and give the rest away. Do so, you find that hard to do, though? Oh, no, I love it. You can so do two mouth, mouthfuls and walk away? Oh, no, I, I can do that. I, I can do that. It's, it's, if you said to me, no, you're not allowed it at all, I would then eat the whole thing. Um, Deliberately, just because you told me no. Right, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but I find with myself and my continuous issues with food... It's not so much about what I'm eating as why I'm eating. And usually that entails wanting the whole cake. Right, right. But that, that comes down to I don't want to go back being called the Duchess of Pork or Fat Frumpy Fergie again. In answer to your thing, uh, question, Lisa, is that, is that I don't want to go back there. So I do now know i just got to stop, you know, and, uh, and I am... It is a constant battle, and I think it will always be a constant battle for me. Uh, but I agree with you. You know, there are some days when you just want to eat the whole... I, in my case, I want to eat the whole plate of sausage rolls. <laughs> you know what sausage rolls are? You see, I'm back being British again. Spam, spam. <laughs> no, I, sausage rolls are sausages 
wrapped in pastry. What do you call them? Devils in... No, what do you call them? Oh, pigs in a blanket. Pig, pigs in a blanket. Pigs in a blanket. We're, 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 we're pig mad in this show today. Pig. We are pig mad. We've only... Pygmalion. Oh, goodness. What? And my daughter called Miss Piggy. Yeah, yeah, that was horrible. I told you that, though, didn't I? No. no She's a beautiful girl, 19 years old, and... Uh, she she had dyslexia very badly, so she had special needs at school for 19 years, and mm. she doesn't dr- drink or take drugs, and she's a really good person. And that's because Andrew and I, of course, perfect parents. But anyway, moving on. <laughs> um, the, 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 the real truth is is that this girl is such a good girl. She's much more dutiful than her mother. She's much more responsible and turns up on time and things like that. But Beatrice is really a, has a sense of duty and has really uh, um, adapted herself to public life. Anyway, suddenly this nasty journalist who clearly must have a weight problem herself, and she has children, so I'm going to go and try and find her. But she wrote five lines which said, the pampered princess Miss Piggy. And then she went on to say, "Um, surely the only protection she needs is the protection from the attack of the Krispy Kremes. And she Beatrice is a size 8 to 10, and you know, this little girl who I just, you know, there's the blood in my veins, as you know. Mm-hmm. She sat down with big tears coming down her face and said, Mommy, what more can I do? You know, why why have they done this? Do, do they want me to get anorexia? And this woman, this journalist, had absolutely, it is the most best example of irresponsible journalism, had demoralized and taken the confidence of my daughter. And that is just not right. Beatrice... Having got over dyslexia and got A stars and is reading history at university in September. I mean, what more does does the British the British press want than than do they want more Britneys or do they want more Beatrices? Well, they want more Beatrices. They should, but yeah. I think it's uh, you, and you've said this beautifully, perhaps using other words. Uh, you can't take it personally. And I know, I know it sounds crazy, but uh, that person, that journalist, uh, that uh, sorrowful individual, sees it as their job to write text like that as harmful as it might seem. But, and I think, and there are many times, uh, and I mean, I have articles written, and I start to chortle, because they're, they're so far from what reality is, at least for me. That may, maybe, of course, we're all deluding ourselves sometimes a little bit, but usually I'm not that far off. And you'll see the article, and you'll start to laugh to yourself. And I'm sure you do this, too, uh, when you see something that's not truthful. But it's, it's also appropriate uh, to laugh when people, even when they're close to you, say things that are so clearly motivated, not by what you're doing, but what's going on in their uh, sometimes tragic lives. And the challenge for us, and you, you talk a little bit about this in um, what I know now, is, is how do you actually you know, bring empathy to, to the equation? There's lots more to come after the break. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. 
Visit Symbionica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbionica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. One thing I noticed, by the way, is, uh, you know, and it was one of the topics in your What I Know Now book, uh, is bending the rules. What does Sarah Ferguson, Duchess of York, say about bending the rules? Don't you have to follow the rules if you're, if you're in your social position? <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one. Um, I, I think that we should not be like the oak tree. I think the oak tree breaks in the hurricane comes, the gale force winds of Britain um, or, Brit- or anywhere, but uh, the oak tree breaks. But the willow tree bends. So I think that we are, it's very good to have boundaries, and I think there is, I think it's very good to be very disciplined. However, there are certain times when I don't see the rule book of life. Is there a rule book of life? I think the rule book of life is to be kind and have good manners and to to never go out of your way to be malicious to others and have integrity, honesty, loyalty and all of those good things. But at the end of the day, don't always do as you're told. Um, don't follow Mr. and Mrs. Jones next door just because they say that's the way it's done. Why don't you follow what you feel in your heart, upholding the values that I just mentioned. You know, we uh, hosted a conference on longevity with the Dalai Lama and uh, sort of at the climax of the meeting, he was talking about his his, uh, his sort of game plan in life and he said, you have to learn the rules really, really well so you know how to break them. Yeah. And uh, I think <laughs> Lisa and I fight about that daily. Because <laughs> there, here's a question for all listeners out there. You come to a three-way intersection and there's nobody on the road. You're in the middle of, uh, in one of the plain states and there's this, you can see for miles and miles with beautiful big horizon and there's no cars on the road. You come to the three-way interception, intersection and there's a red light. No, the question is, do you even slow down? No, I'm, I'm, I'm ran asking a stop sign I'm, today I'm, at 30 miles per I, hour. I'm asking that. I didn't, I didn't run Yes, it. you did. I, 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 you did. So you, you, come, you come to this three-way intersection. This is a hypo, hypothetical situation. Hypothetical that happened this morning at 6 right. o'clock. And so... And it has nothing to do with the plain states. It's New Jersey, USA. So any cops from Cliffhead Park? <laughs> you hear this? You can send him a summons. So we, uh, we come to a three-way intersection. Uh, is it Duchess of, Fergus, uh, Duchess of York, Sarah Ferguson, still listening? Because she's been interrupted so many times by my co-hosts here. So, Sarah, you're at a three-way intersection. Uh, it's a plain state. You can see for miles. No cars visible. It's a red light. Do you stop or not? It, she had to I, think about it, at least. She didn't I'm run thinking, it. I'm thinking about it. Do you, do you, do you, it's a red light in the middle of a crossroads. And are we in a city or are we in the middle of the desert? Middle of the desert. Middle of the desert? Yeah. And there's one red light? It's a red light. That's the law. It's the rule. Oh, it's the law. It's the rule. Are you putting yourself above the law? 
That's that's the question my wife always asks me. Okay, well, my answer to that is I would look left, right, and uh, above and beyond, and I'd really check to see if anyone was watching, and then I'd jump it. I think everyone would. I think I agree with you. If it's a, no one's Good. there and you've looked, and it's the middle of the as middle of the desert, but if it's six a.m. in a suburban area of a major metropolitan I'm sorry, city, I'm sorry, just and people a, are on the, their way to work. I, I get, just as, as the last word here, <laughs> your mother would never run that light. Uh, who, why don't you get no, her but, on the show and ask her? Actually, no. but um, they're all shouting at me. Stop talking, Sarah. Stop talking. Um, but can, can I just say that if I was in an area where there might be people or bicycles, or and I hadn't quite watched. It, then I would actually probably really slow down almost to stop and then go on. But, but if I was in the middle of the desert, I'd just go for it. Well, Sarah, yeah, I, I personally, and I'll see very honestly this, there was no question I'd go through it. wouldn't think twice about it. Now, here's the real issue for, for me. The purpose of that red light is to help all of us stay safer. Right. And, it, and, and the real issue, of course, and this is the challenge we always face in life, is if there's a moment when a rule doesn't help us all do better, then it actually doesn't fulfill the spirit for which it was created. And that's where Lisa and I disagree. Her argument is, who are you to argue what the spirit was? The law is the law. And my thought is, the rules were created for a reason. Someone had a good idea to put a red light there because, God forbid, maybe there is a time when there's a purpose for it. But the purpose of that was not to slow us down at 6 in the morning when there's no one else on the road. And so that's the disagreement that we fundamentally have. And I think when it comes to dieting and the passion you have in life and how you deal with crises, that's a fundamental dividing point. It's one of those questions like, do you like the Partridge family or the Brady Bunch? You can divide all Americans into into a couple of categories. When we talk about weight loss in particular, there's sort of a, a couple of basic rules of thumb that people... But you need to break those rules. You need to break those rules. <laughs> rules of thumb that you have to be able to break so you don't get fixated on them. But these are rules of thumbs that, that most people know, and yet, uh, obviously, most of us are unable to do them. You know, these are all topics that um, she addresses in her different uh, writings and, uh, and her interviews. Sarah, thank you so much for joining us. It's been a great honor having you on. Thank you all, and thank you so much, um, Dr. Oz and to Lisa. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. 
And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. <sighs> Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies to steal a moment for yourself before the week ahead. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies.